You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex. In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life. Whatever that looks like for you. (laughs) Hope y'all enjoy. This week on Carly's Couch, we discuss shame and guilt and how they can be the culprit behind many of our bad habits. Welcome to Carly's Couch. Thanks for listening and happy Monday. My name is Alexia Clincy. <laughs> and I'm Carly Carpio. Also known as CC Fierce and Carly Carpio. I guess. <laughs> yeah. <Damn. laughs> and I'm also known as Lextopia, the legend of Chandler. The one and only. Legend um, of Chandler Boulevard. You know, speaking of our names and things, I'm holding my mug. So if oh. you're watching the video. <laughs> I know where you're going with that. I'm holding my mug today. Aren't I adorable? Carly. It would have been funny if you had that same dress on because she yeah, did be wearing I it. I do be wearing it. We be running out of fits for this, though. Stop. I guess it's okay. Every week, yeah. <laughs> it's going to have to be unless y'all going to start yeah. funding us, which right. y'all can. Um, but, yes, so I'm holding this mug. We're still selling them. Um, there's a Lexi mug, a Carly mug, and then Los Dos um, mug for both of us. So you can get those at carlyscouch.com and just click on shop. And they're all right there. Buy one, buy two, buy three. There's a discount code day ones if you want a little discount. So get your mug. Quite a few of you already have, so thank yes. you. Send us pictures. I'm drinking out the Buffalo Soldier Monument mug. Mm. Shout out for Leavenworth, Kansas, and our troops. <laughs> Shout out to <laughs> My them. My brother. <laughs> um, as Carly mentioned, today we are talking about guilt and shame. But first, something that, well, actually a lot of you... Um, we're pretty shameless, is that the right word? Um, with this question of, mm-hmm. from the couch this week. Because we asked, if you could be the CEO of any company, which one would you choose and why? And I feel like most of you were responsible with your answers, and so I'm kind of proud of that. Um, Carly, kick us off yep, with so. this paragraph. Yes, okay, <laughs> so someone said SpaceX um, is a good one because of the money, but Amazon would have to be it. I have so many reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, my life is about my native people. I live my life based on indigenous inclusion. First, I would get rid of all the co- um, cultural misappropriation of every culture. Um, nature, mm. Native culture is not a costume. Second, I would be donating proceeds to tribes for elder care programs, native veteran care programs, child care, housing, addiction and detox, language, cultural awareness, wildlife conservation programs within the tribes, higher education scholarship mm. programs, general education programs, general service that are all able to help elders and those that are less fortunate during the harsh winters and the summers with blankets, air conditioning, food baskets, hygiene products, agriculture and farming, clean water and air and land research. And I will buy back lands for native people and donate these lands back to the tribes. I'm a product of capitalism, but I could also use it for the betterment of my people. It's not about what you get. It's about what you give. And then he included an indigenous proverb, a great chief dies broke. That's right. What's his name or uh, her name? Asa. Shout out to Asa. Asa 2024. Yo, <laughs> you get your, for sure. You basically got your platform together for the website. So uh, ready to vote when you yeah. when you're ready to run. Um, that was a good one. The rest of them uh, were okay <laughs> compared to that. Um, one said cheer wine or pop tarts. If you know, you know. Rest in peace, that man. Mm-hmm. Um, another one said Apple. So they can do something cooler with the technology. I think they're doing pretty cool. But like, I guess there's always space for something better. Someone else said Amazon, but they just said because they have quality service, the the diversity, and that they're top notch. Mm-hmm. I like how with with Aces, he was like Amazon, so he could change the products and so he can make money. <laughs> so I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Um, someone said Merck. 
Um, they would minimize the profits on cancer drugs so that more lives could be saved. That's so sweet. shout out to them. But also, if you haven't heard of Cost Plus Drugs um, by Mark Cuban, he was one of the investors. Mm -hmm. And so if you have very expensive medication, if people in your family do, check them out. Because my auntie's medication went from $1,200 a month to 86 Ooh, same, wow. same medication, Cost Plus Drugs. Check so them out. So it's already uh, working? Yep. Oh, that's out here. Nice so if you're, you know, diabetic, because I know they be they be killing y'all on insulin, like yeah. all those things, like check that out because it really is life saving. Yeah, that's so trash. How profits affect like health and healthcare in this country, aside from other things, but that's pretty sad. And lastly, um, we have Nike because they have a seventy five percent value alignment with the company. So value is important again. Mm -hmm. Aside from the labor history, mm. he said, which he was like, oh, we could fix that. But also, them shoes is gonna go up in price. But that's okay. <laughs> Y'all obviously pay whatever for whatever. So at this point, it's like, I don't know. People are going to care or not care. So why not? Yeah, but thank you for such thoughtful answers. Mm -hmm. Especially Asa. We appreciate you. Every time he answers, there's something cool. Right. I need to check his website. I know you got a website <laughs> out there. Something. Is his work in that space mm -hmm. of Native? In indigenous culture. Yeah, he lives in Oklahoma. Um, okay. And so cool. he... I know he does tribal dances. I know he does a bunch of those things. I'm not quite sure, but I know he works with some of the tribes. Okay, cool. Yeah, we're going to have to get Asa on the podcast. Absolutely. If he, yeah. Does he listen or he just be answering our questions? I think he just be answering our questions. <laughs> but also, I don't, I don't know, because some people, um, whenever I went home yeah. to a wedding in Houston, I had two people at a wedding I didn't know come up yeah. to me and be like, we love the Same, podcast. Me too. It'd be like, not my closest friends, but like the friends, you know, from back in the mm -hmm. day or something, they'd be like, oh, your podcast. And I'm like, oh, I'm glad you listen because my you. friends is... Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Shout out to Jay and my line sisters. Right. Appreciate y'all. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and anyway, thank y'all for listening. If you've made it this far today, Man. let's get into this um, talk about guilt and shame. We talked about shame in episode 204, um, which was so many episodes ago, over a year ago. Um, and I remember in that one, though, we talked about shame and like what it is and how to like be able to identify and know, mm -hmm. you know, is shame present? Because I think... That that's something where it's like, you know, you might hear like, oh, man, guilt and shame is holding you back. And it's like, no, it's not. I'm not. I don't feel guilty about anything. I don't feel shame about anything. But when you really break it down, mm -hmm. you recognize it can see how that is a part of the connection. And a lot of times part of the healing process that you need to uncover and work through. In so our most recent episodes, we've talked about romance and love and our owning, owning our sexual desires and um, that kind of, I guess, got my TikTok algorithm going into like, oh, she wants to hear about these things. And so um, that's actually kind of what sparked my thought around this. And also our um, episode discussion, because we were talking about the ability to be able to receive love. And then I saw a TikTok relating to how it might be guilt and shame. That might be the thing that's hmm. keeping you from receiving love because you might not feel like you're worthy or you deserve it or it might hold you back from receiving that kindness. Can you break that down a little bit more? How does... How does me having guilt and shame keep me from wanting somebody to to show me that love that I maybe if I was ashamed a, a person feeling shame isn't isn't that mean like I want to I, I need help and more comfort from other people? Absolutely, great question. And so yes, that would mean that you would need you know or want you may might desire more love or mm -hmm. more kindness. But if um, guilt and shame are a I would say shame is an identity issue. And so at the level of your identity, even if you think you want something, if you don't think you deserve it, 
You'll do mm. things to push it away. Like when people talk about self-sabotage or like upper limit problems or that, I think that that's why they're so sneaky because you might not, like you said, outright be like, I'm not guilty about right. that. I might not have shame. But if you're like deep down, you don't think you're worthy of someone to shower you with love and gifts and compliments and things, then you might feel real awkward and kind of mm. push them away and be turned off by it um, whenever maybe that's something mm -hmm. that you really want. My last question to to go into that even further too is it the shame? Is it shame that says I'm not worthy or is it like, is there another step of like you feel shame about a thing that might've happened and so you don't feel worthy or is, or is it just, and I'm not sure, like, I'm not sure about the, like the sequence of mm. events, but I know that like guilt, it's not guilt or, because guilt is like something that happens and you mm -hmm. feel guilt. Shame is like, I like guilt is like, oh man, I messed up. Dang. I can do better next time. I'm not like, doing enough. Yeah. I'm not doing enough. Shame is I'm a terrible person. Mm -hmm. I never do enough. I'm not good enough. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. And regardless of where that came from, if mm -hmm. you're, most of us probably are holding on to some types of feelings that we're not quite all the way up there. Okay. Um, Guilt and shame also something I learned um, listening to a, another podcast episode in the last couple of weeks. Um, this lady was talking about guilt and shame as triggers for the reward system of our bodies. So in this case, it, it made me think about how we talked about recently in one of our episodes, how like um, if you're sitting on the couch and you're like, oh, like I shouldn't be ordering this Uber Eats as you're ordering it. Right. Mm -hmm. Or if you're like, while you're drinking, it's like, man, I told myself I was going to stop drinking. But then what happens, she was saying, is like you end up, you know, in those moments drinking more. Or if you're trying to watch your watch your eating and your dieting or whatever. And once you kind of mess up, she's like, that's a reason why you end up kind of going off the rails. Because once you start feeling that guilt and shame, now your body's like, you know what? You need to give yourself something. You need you need a boost. Mm -hmm. um, and then you do more of it. And when, when I was hearing that, I was like, oh, man, like. I feel like that is kind of what triggers some of my behaviors in the short term when it's like in my mind, I know I'm saying like, this isn't what I should be doing. And yet it's the best feeling thing right then. And so I still end up doing it, even lying to myself or tricking myself into being like, okay, well, you know, I'm a, I'm a slow down on it or tomorrow I'm not going to do the thing or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I thought that was such an interesting thing um, that in those moments, like I'll feel guilty and I'll do more of it. And so that just made me, um, you know, think that now I think next time where I'm in one of those spaces where I might be feeling guilty about something I'm doing, um, I can kind of catch to be like, now, how are you about to try to feed this or catch that my body wants to feed it and see if there's some kind of alternate thing to feed it with and or doing the right thing. Like it, maybe I could retrain myself to like, actually, instead of ordering some dessert, let me let me go walk around the block. And, like, that'll probably technically still make me feel good and I'll feel good for having, like, caught myself, yeah. you know. Um, so that's one of the things I thought about. But, yeah, guilt and shame can kind of help you to spiral out. Yeah, and anytime you find yourself, like, talking to yourself crazy, like, man, I know I should be doing this. I mm -hmm. feel like that's a real easy way to tell if you yeah. have those issues yeah. with, with certain areas in your life. Um, yeah. And so I was thinking about that because, your girl wanted a pizza yesterday. I was mm -hmm. like that part of my cycle. I was like, I need all the carbs. The mm -hmm. carbs need me at this point. <laughs> and I was like looking at the pizza on the Domino's app. And I was like, man. And I was like, no, girl. You got all that stuff in there. But then mm -hmm. I realized I was just really hungry. And my brain was like, oh, we want pizza. But mm -hmm. like, I mean, that would have been great, too. I'm not saying you can't eat pizza. I do indulge. But like at that point in time, I got food at home. I have I literally have prepared for this. And I realized <laughs> I wasn't even hungry afterwards. Right. Which felt good. Which felt good. Wait, so, that so was you did win. cook your food? Yes. 
I made, me, I made me a nice little salad. I did something similar last night because I was sitting on the sofa watching something. And I was like, right now, while I'm not starving, let me go prep my food. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I do want that. But I know I get to the point where I'm like, I don't feel like really chopping up nothing or doing nothing. So I like chopped everything, got the stuff marinating to where it was like, okay, in 20 minutes, I'm going to go back and cook. So by the time I started being like, Lex, you're getting hungry. I was like... Let me go to the, the <laughs> yeah. Let me go to the kitchen, and then as I'm cooking, just like I said earlier, as I'm cooking, I was like, yeah, this is much better. Like, you know, I I ain't need to waste no money that I don't have to be wasting on stuff when you have your own things here, right? So to that point, I think a big thing about that is make sure you prepped for the goals and things that you want to do differently. But also, um, you can catch yourself when you're starting to feel shame. Yeah. That's so important. Um, I think another area where guilt and shame are very sneaky and um, can affect us in a very negative way is money. Money. Dollars and cents. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that I was reading a book, uh, You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero, but then she also has You Are a Badass at Making Money. And it was the first time I'd ever really thought about having a narrative around money. And even understanding what that is. And like, for example, if you grew up thinking like, you know, money doesn't go on trees, you have to work real hard Mm -hmm. and show up the first person there and be the last person to leave and get money. Then that's what you believe the only way to make money is. And so Mm -hmm. you have that. But also, I think it's so insidious because the way we grow up and what we see, like we kind of tuck those away in our heads. So like um, it becomes to a point where like you might make a lot of money, but then you spend it all and you don't mm-hmm. have any savings because, you know, maybe I didn't have savings growing up and y'all were poor. And so you want to indulge and treat yourself to stuff. And it just becomes this cycle that makes it hard to get out of. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then another thing I've recognized that I felt guilt and shame around at times is as a business owner, actually doing the selling and making mm-hmm. the money. Sometimes you kind of feel guilt and shame around like selling as if like it feels icky mm-hmm. or, um, you know, you're, you might not be doing the things to make your business grow. Um, and it kind of like keeps you from putting yourself out there. And I think one of the biggest ways that that has kind of cleared up is just getting more clear and clear and clear on like exactly what you do and exactly how you do it. And, you know, actually putting processes and stuff together is helpful um, because the key with that is like, wow, I'm recognizing like, oh, I actually don't feel proud of my work or I don't feel mm-hmm. proud of my business. At the end of the day, that's what that is kind of stemming from because you're scared to talk about it. But like if I, um, A, and that might not even necessarily be true, right? But A, I can think mindset wise to be like, well, actually selling is an icky when I'm showing you like something that can help you change. Like I've literally made millions of dollars for other people. And so thinking about it that way, it's like, okay, like I'm not trying to trick you. That's your, um, what we were talking about earlier, like that unworthiness or imposter Mm -hmm. syndrome or whatever kind of sneaking in there. And also there's plenty of things that you can also do for yourself to feel more confident with that. Um, but that's definitely a huge thing. Like if you have any guilt and shame around, you know, your level of quality or your work or your business or selling, then you're definitely not going to be able to get as far with it as you probably hope to. Man, I think that's another good, um, like ding moment. Like if you notice patterns in your life where you consistently do not do the things, you know, you need Mm -hmm. to do like consistently, like, you know, um, you're not doing any type of marketing or branding for your business, but maybe because there's some shame or something mm-hmm. deep, you know, that's keeping you from progressing forward. If you consistently don't go to the gym, but you always talking about how you want to better your body, mm-hmm. any, anywhere that there's a pattern where you feel like you're unable to do the thing. I think those are good mm-hmm. areas of your life to examine. And sometimes we're just like, mm, I just don't, I don't want nobody to 
to see. Like, mm-hmm. you might not feel comfortable and want people seeing you at the gym or even with your branding. Like, it's like, oh, I don't want to look like everybody out there making content, and so, which I feel you because <laughs> it's rough on online right now. Like, I'm like, God dang, like, I wish I could just see regular pictures of food and stuff nowadays. Please. But those people are making money and, yeah. like, they're selling their product. And, you know, it's, it's up to me to be like, Every once in a while, I'm like, shoot, this one kind of good. I might need to take this. But it feels weird you doing that, right? Like, it's just something about it. Um, But you got to get over that. Yeah, and that, like, I think the root of that is, like, feeling, like, not enough or, like, good enough. Like, you might feel not feel like you're worthy of that million-dollar client or those things because of deeper issues that you mm-hmm. have with yourself. Um, One really big area that I wanted to talk about when it comes to guilt and shame, because I think we've all been stuck here, is it can keep you from – It can keep you in a situation where you're settling for less in relationships, um, in jobs, in situations where you're not being treated very well. And even like a very practical example, like if you're at the doctor's office and not asking questions or standing up for yourself or, you know, asking for the test or things you think um, because maybe you don't think you have space to or you have shame around like not knowing and asking questions, all Mm. of that to say there might be certain areas in your life in any of those where you are settling for less than you have to. And it's Mm -hmm. because you don't believe you deserve more. Or that makes me think, too, you might have shame around um, your own habits or your Mm. whether it's your sexual habits um, you know, when you go to the doctor, they're gonna ask you all these questions and you'd be lying on the thing. Mm. Like, no, nah, I ain't never smoked in my life. Like, <laughs> or, I don't got no partners. Like, it's like, no, actually, maybe that shows that you have shame around some of those activities. And mm. I don't know if it's necessarily bad. Cause look, one of my good friends, Kyle Leverett always tells me when I do something goofy, he'd be like, mm, they need to bring shame back. Cause why do you not <laughs> care that people see you doing X, Y, Z or whatever? And it's like, yeah, I get that. And some things, it's like we need to we need to watch our actions and think about the consequences of our actions. Mm-hmm. And yet, that's a good way to identify that you might have a shame if it's not something you feel like you could tell, even like a healthcare professional, because that's your life now that we're talking about. Um, and maybe that's why you're, it's hard for you to go get help. At, um, and let's not talk about uh, like maternal health and dealing with pregnancies and things of that nature, right? Where it's like you may be having shame around whatever your situation is and that could keep you back literally like messing with your health. So consider that as well. Man. And also um, you also might feel embarrassed about the type of relationships you allow yourself to stay in. You might Mm -hmm. not want to tell anybody and all of that shame can just pile up on you until it just feels smothering. um, And like, it makes it impossible to get out of it. Ooh, which look, we going all off the notes, which makes me also come to the broad statement of, Guilt and shame blocks intimacy because you can't be vulnerable. Like, if I can't talk to my friend, and not can't, but, like, if I don't talk to my friends, yeah, I choose not to talk to my family about maybe certain relationships or if if I feel like certain things are secret or whatever, those are things that I have guilt and shame around and or um, people in my life can't be there for me or we can't have as close of relationships um, without certain levels of vulnerability in certain spaces. So guilt and shame can definitely... um, keep you in less intimate relationships with friends, family, relationships, etc. Um, and then the last thing in general, like it just makes you stuck. If you're feeling guilt and shame, because all these things we're saying is like keeps you from, keeps you from, keeps you from. You're keeps gatekeeping you from. yourself. Yeah. Y- yes, very much so. How guilt and shame gatekeep, gatekeeps your life. That doesn't make sense, but maybe we'll figure it out. Um, but yeah, like you're stuck and now you're in cycles. And, and then I feel like that just generates more and more and more of that same feeling. And so let's talk a little bit about um, how we can redirect ourselves and, and what that cycle looks like. 
Yeah, so um, real quick, think about all those places in your life where, like, you might feel, be feeling really bad about yourself or always hard on yourself, where you're telling yourself, I should, I should, I should, where you're struggling to be vulnerable and intimate. And then these are some of the ways to help you kind of redirect um, whenever you notice those things popping up. And so I would say a huge one is building trust in yourself because a lot of the issues in our lives stem from the fact that we don't trust ourselves um, for whatever reason, trauma, like not showing up for ourselves consistently, whatever's going on. And so taking baby steps to make sure you're doing what you say you're going to do, mm-hmm. whether it's going to the gym, whether it's walking around the block, whether it's, you know, sending in resumes. If you've been looking for a job and you keep talking about you can't get one, but you haven't sent any resumes. Um, so whatever it is, like taking baby steps to start to like build confidence in yourself. Yeah. And even more baby steps, baby steps, baby steps. Um, you know, if you're like, well, I want to start working out, it may not be take your butt to the gym. It might be like walk up and down the steps two times, you know, like think of the easiest thing that you can do and just focus on that consistency of it. Um, if it's like, well, I just, I know I need to be drinking less, then provide more of a different type of beverage in your house or drink more, say, oh, I have to drink water between my drinks or, you know, give yourself little rules and play around. You have to figure out what works for you, but that's usually pretty helpful in building confidence built to build confidence. You have to have consistency. Um, another thing is talking with a friend or a therapist. Um, and because of what we said earlier, basically like shame is in silence. Like it thrives in silence because this is something you don't really want to share with people. Um, but to put a voice to it, to speak it out loud, to talk to somebody that you very much trust or a professional, like a therapist, Uh um, is definitely going to help you move through that, um, with a little bit more progress. If you notice that you have some guilt or shame around money, um, first you have to kind of sit with yourself and see where what your money story is. So thinking through, um, you know, what are the beliefs that I have around money? You know, that money is hard to make, that money doesn't grow on trees, that, you know, I'm always like, I always feel like I'm struggling. I never have enough. If you listen to your language and the things you say, like, oh, man, bills take all my money. If you listen, we're like speaking that stuff over our lives all the time. So mm-hmm. maybe starting there. Um, another one, um, piggybacking off of what Lexi said about uh, it thriving in silence money you might feel embarrassed because you have so much credit card debt or you don't know what to do with your paycheck to try to invest it and make money so find a professional or find Mm -hmm. a friend or find somebody to talk to about how to make your money work for you not no like scammer person (laughs) but like maybe someone you trust to help you you know start a small savings account or to help you start making small payments on credit cards and silence can look like avoiding the problem. So Carly made me think about this, talking about the money thing, because half the time I just be like, well, I just ignore it, right? Like you don't even know what the situation really is. You just know it ain't great, but um, you just kind of avoid it, ignore it. And then sometimes just to even look at your stuff, like put it in, in put your information down and knowing what's going on can be helpful too. Um, so that if there's things that you often avoid, um, dealing with or just I'd rather pretend it doesn't exist then I think that's a clear indication of shame there as well um, but with all of this right like this is really about our bad habits how guilt and shame can um, be connected to these habits that we have and it's a habit for a reason because we do it and we do it and we're used to it and it's second nature and it's instinctual and it's the way we may have always done things and so it is without a doubt that we often like stumble fall off like dang I missed my day of running or um, let me go ahead and, and get this cold stone or whatever it might be right and in those cases then we still have to find ways to uh, move through that and keep keep going 
Um, so are there any quick tips that you have on, like, if you kind of stumble um, in places where you're like, shoot, the guilt and shame took over, um, what can we do? Something that's helpful, um, one of my old managers in construction uh, told me, like, one day I was, like, stressing about stuff, and he was like, how do you eat an elephant? And I was like, bro, what? He was like, how do you eat an elephant? And I was like, this got dark really quickly. I have no idea what you're talking about. And he was like, one bite at a time. He was like, stop trying to do the whole thing, fix the whole thing, be the whole mm -hmm. thing, do all that. He was like, do what you can right now. Start where you are, use what you have, do what you can. Shout out to Arthur Ashe. Like, and so in thinking about these habits and ways to get yourself out of guilt and shame, start small. Start, like Lexi said, if it's exercise, maybe it is walking five minutes a day. Maybe it's just stretching. Maybe it's whatever. If it's money, maybe you put a dollar in a can every day or every week or something and start saving. Or you just do a budget. But, like, start small um, to where it's, like, the path of least resistance. It's not hard to do it, and it makes mm -hmm. it easier for you to then build momentum. And I think my tip would be pretty similar, um, if not a, a point B to that. My tip would be to acknowledge the whole so for me, for example, I have a habit tracker app. So there's a couple of things I have in there. When I do them, it helps me gamify it. I can like, I click on it and it's like, ding. Um, and I can say if it's just for the week or how many times, or if I don't do something, whatever. Right. And so what I can see is every day, no day is a hundred percent for the things I have in there, like five or six things. No day is a hundred percent. And yet I can see that, oh, I'm over 50% for the week or the month or whatever. So I can always look at the whole and be like, oh, wow, like, I really made, you know, 10 meals this week, whereas a week ago or a few weeks ago, then that would have been zero. Um, and similarly, one of my clients was telling me the other day, too, she was like, you know, I made an accountability board um, thinking that, OK, it was going to spark me to go do what I have to do. But she's like, really, what it ended up doing is seeing the marks on things that I did has made me be like, oh, dang, girl, you, you meditated four times last week. You did something for yourself four times. So that's great. So focusing on what you did, mm -hmm. um, especially if you could do that in a way that is um, visual for you. Um, and also just patting yourself on the back like, yes, I only had three drinks last night. Like, it used to be crazier. So I think looking at the whole and being able to acknowledge that um, while you're in the midst of building consistency is a great thing to do. I love that. So y'all hit us at Carly's Couch this week um, and let us know maybe where you notice some guilt and shame in your life or if you have some ways to build habits that can get you out of it. Absolutely. And we hope that you feel good this week. We hope that um, you don't let guilt and shame take you down. Peace. Adios.